So I want to continue as I was praying for you before I came. I had this picture. I used to be a cross-country runner when I was younger. And what we used to do for each other was in the parts that we knew were really hard, one of our friends would come along and when we were training, they'd run that bit with us to get us through that training time along the way. And you know what? It was such a powerful metaphor for me in my Christian journey. I realised the, the strength that comes from ha- having a friend alongside you. They didn't speak. They didn't say anything. They just came into that section of the journey. They were waiting and came and we ran it with each other. Different parts for different ones. And it reminds me that that's how Jesus, the Holy Spirit, is with us. He is our companion. We are each other's companions. And the Holy Spirit is with us as we run. And that is a metaphor through the scriptures, isn't it? It's through the New Testament. Jesus is setting the path. He is setting the pace. And Hebrews 12 immediately comes to mind for me, as it probably would for you. Therefore, it says, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. And in Galatians 5, 7, it says, you're running a really good race. Who cut in on you? Who did that and cut you off and took you on another path that you began to disobey the truth? And in Psalm 119, 32, it says, I run in the paths of your ways, for you have broadened my understanding. And in the NIV, it says, for you have set my heart free. And so that sentence that I want to look at this morning What does it mean for you to have your understanding broadened by the Lord? And that was even spoken this morning as through some of the announcements and different things, just this concept of understanding being broadened, seeing things differently, another perspective that sets our hearts free for Jesus. What does it mean for you today? Running with Jesus has always been an invitation And it's an invitation today as much as it was yesterday. And every single day we have to take up the invitation. And the Holy Spirit is on offer every day to be our companion, to run with us in that space. Through the hard times and the good times. And we do it to honour the life of living in the kingdom now. I was uh, reading a section of N.T. Wright's book called Simply Jesus, and he said in that, the good news of Jesus is not good advice. Good news is declaring something that already is. It's happened. It's not just a piece of advice that you can take up or put aside as you want. It is something that is true and current because it's news. And so... Derek Morphew also talks about this sense of this in-breaking. He's a theologian um, with the Vineyard who's from South Africa. And his, his books about using this word of the in-breaking of the kingdom is such a helpful description. And you will have heard it again and again, but I want to remind you now that it's not something you have to wait for. 
This invitation in the race is not to do it all in your own strength and then crumple and fall or do short sprints. We're in this for the long run and the long haul with a faithful father who's growing strength in us as we go. Phil and I did this really long walk over lots of days and it was fascinating to discover that the first day we overdid it, actually. <laughs> and then as we went along, we learned how to pace ourselves a bit better. But the further we went and the more we persisted at the path that we had chosen to take, actually the stronger we got. So you are going to get strong on the way as you learn how to live this invitation and the rhythm of rest and movement, of giving, of, of resting in the Lord, of serving of being present with each other. So Jesus embodies that way, doesn't he? And there were three quick things I wanted to say that I saw that I felt might be for you. That most of Jesus' ministries were interruptions, and that's the same for us. We have to have margin in our world so that we can stop and notice when someone might have a broken arm and we might be drawn to pray for them, for instance. But if you have no time in your day in between the things you're doing, how do you possibly have room for an interruption to come along? Jesus noticed people and he had compassion. That's the second one. And the third is that Jesus persevered. I want to lean in a little bit to that idea of Jesus had compassion and he saw people the people he saw and noticed were the people who were giving the smallest offering, but he knew in terms of a worldly sense it was the smallest thing. But in his sense and a kingdom sense, it was the biggest gift that they could have given. The widow with the little coin who gave her offering, and he noticed her, not all the wealthy people. So my challenge to you this morning is, what is happening in your community where is someone in their reduced capacity at this time because of something else they're going through, giving the smallest part they can to the work and the service of the Lord amongst you? And could you notice it, have compassion, say thank you to them and highlight them, highlight them in the community? One of the things that's difficult to do in this time is to persevere. It's hard. And no matter what our experience has been of the last year, we're still impacted by the thing that nobody really wants to talk about anymore, but which everyone in the whole world knows the name of, which is COVID. So there isn't a single human being unless they haven't... They're not old enough. Well, you know, I think even babies have heard the word, haven't they? I don't know. So no one will, in the world at this point won't know that word. So it's impacted everybody in the world in the same way. It's an extraordinary thing. It's an extraordinary time that we live in because it is a type of a wanting to deny it, wanting to not being sure what to do with it, trying to wrestle with our feelings, wondering whether my experience is more significant than someone else's experience. But the thing, we, it's a shared experience now. It's a global shared experience. And we have the opportunity to persevere in faith in it in a way that honours everyone's experience, whatever that is. 
whether it's been that they've had someone die from COVID, whether it's been that they haven't been able to travel to see their family because of it, or whether you haven't been able to have a wedding because of restrictions that have been trying to keep people safe, whatever it is, everyone has been impacted in some way. It's no point comparing it, but it is worth saying we're tired in different ways from it. We need to be kind with each other. At some level, we're all grieving, but it's shared and we can decide how to persevere. The only way I believe to do that is to keep our eyes on Jesus. Jesus. It tells us in Hebrews that we run the race with the perseverance with our eyes fixed on Jesus. Would you fix your eyes again on him? The author and perfecter of your faith. The one that began it who will also complete it for you. And the one who broadens your understanding and sets you free.